Likes guys. What? You said I like guys. I don't like guys. <laughs> what do you? Stop! 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 Okay. Okay. For real. For real. For real. <laughs> what? We going? We starting? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I start. I start over. Okay. Start over again. Jesus, punk. Okay. 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 They're with us, ladies and gentlemen. What? Is up, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to time out with robert wait what it was never personal kid what huh we're back at it again folks this time we're breaking boards and <laughs> you you uh you, you gotta finish so, sorry sorry my, my my brain disconnected ah yeah first time of the day yeah yeah man you're telling me your brain stops working mid-sense it Robert? Robert? Uh, uh, hold up, let me, finish, let me finish dropping this dookie, man. Bro, what? Bleep. <laughs> <laughs> what is up, ladies and gentlemen? We're back at it again with another episode of Time Out with Tony. I am your host, Tony. And today, ladies and gentlemen, today, 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 we will be reviewing the OG Karate Kid. You know, the one that took place in the 80s. Woo-woo. That's right, folks. And we're also bringing in the bad karate puns. Oh, yeah. Now, that I think about it, Canadians would make really good instructors. I guess you could say that it just makes sense, say. Oh, I, 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 get, I, I get it. Cause, uh, yeah, <laughs> good, yeah, good yeah, one, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank I, you. I, I honestly died a little from that. Wait, what'd you... What, Why'd you type this in? Uh, I, I don't know, man. I, fucking shrooms were hitting hard. Oh, oh, that's cool, man. Been there, done that. It happens. Yeah. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, joining me today is a good friend of mine, Robert. You may recognize him from, my, from episode 23 titled High School slash College 101 episode. Robert, why don't you uh, go ahead and introduce yourself? I am Robert. I am Tony's buddy. We are in Drumline. This yes. is an interview. I'm being interrogated. And I'm going to eat a shrimp cocktail, so this might also be the first episode of uh, ASMR with Tony. No, that's not until season two, but okay. All right, folks. Anyways, anyways, without without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, why don't we go ahead and get straight into our review? Okay, okay, come on. Can I say it? I don't. I don't see why not. Yes. All right. Sit back, crack open a beer, soda, or just water, canned water. Relax, because this is. The Karate Kid. Neat. So I was hitting from the back, right? And then she starts singing the Pokemon intro. And, you know, like, I want to be the very wait, best wait, wait, that I don't want. Wait, wait, You're not talking about my girlfriend, are you? Uh, no, definitely not. You, <laughs> come on. Yeah, that was, that was definitely her. That what? Her. Hey, whoa, we're, we're recording. Nice. Nice. <laughs> For those of you new to the series, here's how it goes. We first go into a bit of a premise, then we recap the movie, and then we give it our rating. 
That's right. And after we take a look at the behind the scenes and the development of this classic, we'll also take a look at how it did at the box office. All right. Let's get into it. Totally ignore that Robert's doing my grow, even though I don't have one. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> okay. For those of you that uh, don't know, The Karate Kid is a 1984 American martial arts drama film, which was written by Robert Mark Kamen and directed by John G. Av- Alvidson. Uh, it's the first installment in the Karate Kid franchise and stars Ralph Macchio, Pat Morita, and Elizabeth Shue. The Karate Kid follows Daniel LaRusso, a teenager who is taught, I apologize if I butcher it, Goju Ryu Karate by Mr. Miyagi to help defend himself and compete in a tournament against one of his bullies who is actually the ex-boyfriend of his uh, of his love interest. Hammond was approached by Columbia Pictures to propose a film similar to... Avildsen's previous success, Rocky, classic. Mm-hmm. After signing the director, Cameron drew inspiration from his own life when writing the film. As a result, he maintained strong opinions regarding cast and petitioned heavily for Maritza's inclusion. Uh, preparations for the film began immediately after the final edit of the script, which was complete, and casting took place between April and June 1983. Man, that's a long time ago. Principal photography began on October 31st, 1983, Los Angeles, and filming was complete by December 16th, 1983. The Karate Kid was theatrically released in the United States on June 22nd, 1984, and the film received universal acclaim from critics, many of whom praised the action sequences, writing, storyline, acting performances, and the music. Uh, the film was also a commercial success, which and ended up and blah, blah, blah. It ended up grossing $100 million in the U.S. and Canada, making it one of the highest-grossing films of 1984 and Hollywood's biggest sleeper hit of the year. The film is also notable for kickstarting the career of Ralph Macchio. Oops, I said that right. Oh, boy. What? Are we having another interruption? Yes. Yes, we probably are. Okay, let me just pause it real quick. I do apologize for this, ladies and gentlemen. The film is also notable for kickstarting the career of Ralph Macchio, as well as revitalizing the acting career of Pat Morita, who was previously known mostly for comedic roles, and earned Morita a nomination for the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor. The Karate Kid subsequently launched a media franchise and is credited for popularizing karate in the United States. Yes, especially among the white people who wanted to feel exotic. (laughs) Anyways, uh... Our story opens up in the year 1984. Daniel LaRusso and his mother Lucille moved from Newark, New Jersey to Reseda, California. Hey, wait a minute. Don't we live near Reseda, Robert? Wait a second. I remember something about Reseda. Reseda? Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Their apartment's handyman is an eccentric but kind, humble Akuna. Son of a bitch. He's, from, he's a Japanese immigrant named Mr. Miyagi. Daniel befriends Ali Mills, Mills, sorry, Ali Mills, who is a high school cheerleader and pretty much draws the attention of her arrogant ex-boyfriend, John Lee Lawrence, who is a black belt and the top student from the Cobra Kai, roll credits, dojo, where he studies a vicious form of karate. Johnny and his Cobra Kai gang continually bully Daniel. And on Halloween night, after Daniel sprays water on Johnny with a hose, he and his gang pursue Daniel down the street and savagely beat him until Mr. Miyagi intervenes and single-handedly defeats him with ease. Amazed, 
Daniel asks Mr. Miyagi to teach him karate. Miyagi declines, but agrees to bring Daniel to the Cobra Kai Dojo to resolve the conflict. They meet with the sensei, John Kreese, who is an ex-Special Forces Vietnam veteran who callously, callously, where the fuck? How the fuck you pronounce it? Dismisses the peace offering. Miyagi then proposes that Daniel enter the All Valley Karate Championships where he can compete with Johnny and the other Kobukai students on equal terms and requests that the bullying cease while Daniel trains. Chris agrees to the terms but warns that if Daniel does not show up for their tournament, the harassment will continue for both Daniel and Mr. Miyagi. Man, those he's training montages were the best. <sighs> <laughs> Daniel's training starts with the days of menial chores that he believes only serve to make him Miyagi's unpaid employee child labor. <clears throat> uh, when he becomes frustrated, Miyagi demonstrates that repetition of these chores have helped him to learn defensive blocks through muscle memory. Their bond develops, and Miyagi opens up to Daniel about his life that includes the dual loss of his wife and son in childbirth at the Manzanar, Manzanar yeah. internment camp while he was serving with the 442nd Infantry Regiment during World War II in Europe, where he received the Medal of Honor. Uh, Through Mr. Miyagi's teachings, Daniel Daniel learns not only karate, but also important life lessons, such as the importance of personal balance, reflected in the principle that martial arts training is as much about training the spirit as is the body. Daniel applies the life lessons that Miyagi had taught him to strengthen his relationship with Ali. On Daniel's 16th birthday, Miyagi presents him with the karate gi for the tournament and one of his own cars as a birthday gift. That's a hell of a gift, bro. Hell yeah. When I turned 16, my parents just told me to go fuck myself. When I turned 16, I got a year older. Shit, bro, me too. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> at the tournament, tournament, Daniel surprises everybody by reaching the semifinals. Johnny advances to the finals, scoring three unanswered points against Daryl Vidal. Chris instructs his second best student, Bobby Brown, who is one of his more who is one of his more compassionate uh, students and the least vicious of Daniel's tormentors, to disable Daniel with an illegal attack to the knee. I let me tell you when I say this, bro. When I saw this scene, I f- I fucking felt it, bro. If it's anything, if it's something involving someone having their getting hit in the knee and you hear a crack, I'll definitely feel that shit, bro. Like it makes me cringe. Like it, like. I'll feel it, bro. God bless knees. Yeah, bro. Uh, anyways, uh, Bobby reluctantly does so, severely injuring Daniel and getting himself disqualified in the process. Daniel is taken to the locker room where the physician determines that he cannot continue. However, Daniel believes that if he quits, his tormentors will have gotten the best of him and convinces Miyagi to use a pain suppression technique that will allow him to continue. As Johnny is about to be declared the winner by default, Daniel returns to the fight. The match is a seesaw battle with neither able to break through each other's defenses. Mm-hmm. The match is halted when Daniel uses a scissor leg technique trip to Johnny, uh, delivering a blow to the back of the head and giving Johnny a nosebleed. Uh, Kree strikes to Johnny to sweep to Daniel's injured leg. Man, my tongue does not want to work with me right now. An unethical move. Johnny looks horrified at the order, but reluctantly agrees as the... Did I just seriously say Danny hits Danny's own knee? God, my tongue and mouth and brain are like... They're having a whole battle. They're having a Mexican standoff right now. None of them's winning. Johnny! Okay. God. Johnny looks horrified at the order, but reluctantly agrees 
as the match resumes, and now the score is tied 2-2, classic, uh, Johnny seizes Daniel's leg and deals a vicious elbow, doing further damage. <sighs> Daniel, standing with difficulty, assumes the crane stance. The technique he observed Mr. Miyagi performing on the beach, again, 80s training montage, just, just a beautiful thing. Johnny lunges towards Daniel, who jumps out, and he he does one of the coolest things I think have been that have been done in a movie, especially like you know in the eighties. So he lunges towards Daniel, who jumps and executes a front kick to Johnny's face, scoring the tournament, winning the point. And just to point out, because like I guess some people say like, oh, it's just a, it's just a jump kick, like, well, whatever. If you watch the movie, you'll see he has to jump and hit him with the leg he jumped off on because he's only got one leg he's basically crippled and then he has to land on that same leg and it's kind of a difficult task to do so i applaud i applaud daniel for that danielson so he wins the tournament and johnny having gained newfound respect for his nemesis he presents the trophy to daniel himself as daniel's carried off by an enthusiastic crowd and that folks is the karate kid Fucking right, right on, bro. It has everything from the 80s, bro. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the moment of truth. On a scale of 1 to 10, we give the Karate Kid a... I'm roll something. Do, 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 do. Uh, Fanfare. Something like that. Some da, da, epic da, stuff. Da, da, epic music. And 8 out of 10. I, I'll give it a... 8.5 just because I'm technical. You're, you're technical? Well, I got to give it an 8 out of 10, man. Here's <laughs> I got to give it an 8 out of 10 because, well, first off, let's see why I'm giving it a high score. I give it a high score because, I mean, who doesn't love a good underdog movie? You know? New kid shows up, gets treated like shit, everyone doubts him, and all of a sudden in the end, he wows everybody and and shows everybody that he ain't, that he he's a shit, bro, that he he's it, bro. I, I just love those kind of those kind of movies, like the, the movies where you see the main character get beaten down. I I, I love those movies. Those and underdog I, movies, huh? The underdog movies. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And um, well, I mean, another reason why I give it an eight out of ten is because the Karate Kid, in my opinion, is one of the most vital parts of the eighties. Like, yeah. Ask anybody who grew up in the 80s what their, what, what some of the movies were that they watch, and everyone will tell you, Karate Kid, Karate Kid, Karate fucking Kid, bro. Like Classic. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crucial part of the 80s, and frankly, you can't, you can't just brush up on the 80s without brushing by um, Karate Kid. Exactly, like, yeah. You can't. These are things that have to happen. You can't spell 80s without Karate Kid. Yeah, it, that's no, that makes no fucking sense, but yeah. Thank you. Uh, I'm pretty stupid. Yeah, <laughs> the reason why I don't give it a 10 <laughs> out of 10 would have to be um, just the cliches. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're praising it because it's from the 80s, but also because it's from the 80s, you're saying like it was kind of cheesy and like, oh, yeah. this is kind of corny. Yeah, but at the same time, this is where, they, this is where the whole, the whole cheesy, those cheesy cliches started. A lot of the cheesy cliches started from here. <laughs> So I gotta, I gotta say, I gotta applaud it for that. But at the same time, I gotta say, fuck you, man. You gave us some, <laughs> some cheesy cliches, man. <laughs> but, yeah, but I mean, it just makes the '80s the '80s that way. Yeah, man. '80s, '80s, '80s. I can't believe the '80s were like 40 years ago. Like, 
Oh, jeez. Yeah, man. The the 80s are pushing 40 this decade. I don't know why, but I feel like it was yesterday, even though I wasn't <laughs> in the 80s. Yeah. All right, so my rating of 8.5 is basically what Tony said. It's good because it's a classic from the 80s, but it's also kind of not bad, but I guess it takes away from the movie because it's from the 80s, regardless of like the acting and like the usual tropes you'll see in the movie. That Halloween scene from the movie, it's a cla- I th- I'd say it's a classic scene where Daniel like sprays water on the on him in the bathroom. Especially his costume as a sh- going to Halloween as a shower. Like, come on, you can't tell me that's a, that's a good class. It's a really good Halloween costume, in my opinion. You. Uh, but uh, the only reason I give it a point five is because recently uh, at home, uh, some of my, well, an aunt and uncle, uh, they'd come over, and uh, I think it was like last month, they were showing them the Karate Kid, and they just watched all three main Karate Kid movies all in one all in one night and so it's just kind of nice like watching them watch the karate kid so that's why it gets a little 0.5 because uh personal personal value it's a sweet thing jesus fuck i've only seen the the first one and the and the, the the 2010 remake the two oh the jaden smith one yeah all right <clears throat> hey robert can you tell me the development for this film I'm glad you asked, Tony. <clears throat> Ugh, sorry about that. I got a frog in my throat. Ugh. The Karate Kid is a semi-autobiographical <laughs> story based on the life of the screenwriter. Rotter? Man, I swear, I want to cut my tongue off. Screenwriter Robert Mark Kamen. Like how we said before, you know? All right. At the age of 17, after the 1964 New York World's Fair, Kamen was beaten up by gang bullies. He thus began to study martial arts in order to defend himself. Kamen was unhappy with his first teacher, who taught him martial arts was a tool for violence and revenge. So he moved on to study Okinawan Goju-ryu, I hope I said that right, karate, under a Japanese teacher who did not speak English, but he himself was a student of Shojun Miyagi. Nice. As a Hollywood screenwriter, Kamen was mentored by Frank Price, who told him that, that producer Jerry Weintraub had optioned a news article about the young child of a single mother who had earned a black belt to defend himself against the neighborhood bullies. Kamen then combined his own life story with the news article and used both to create a screenplay for The Karate Kid. Additionally, John G. Alvidson's Ellison's involvement with both films, Sylvester Stallone also often joked with Kamen that the writer had, quote, ripped off, end quote, the Rocky films with the Karate Kid. I mean, in a way, they kind of did. Because, I mean, Underdog, who, who gets his shot at a title, the Karate Kid, Underdog, who gets a shot at his bullies, kind of. Kinda yeah, I guess. But I mean, I think it's only because Rocky came out before Karate Kid, you know? Yeah. And a bit it's, of fun fact, actually, uh, Rocky and the Karate Kid had the same name, the same music composer. Really? Yeah, they actually did. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. Fun fact part two. Ha ha ha. Uh, DC Comics had a character called Karate Kid. The filmmakers received special permission from DC Comics in 1984 to use the title for the first film and subsequent sequels. 
Right on. A number of actors were considered for the part of Daniel, including Sean Penn, a young Robert Downey Jr., huh? Charlie Sheen, Emilio Estevez, Nicholas, Nicholas fucking Cage, bro, Anthony Edwards, C. Thomas Howell, e. Tom fucking Cruise, and Eric Stoltz. Uh, Ralph Franchio was ultimately cast uh, on the strength of his performance as Johnny Cade in the 1983 film The Outsiders. Franchio uh, has stated that his performance as Johnny, I mean Johnny, uh, actually no, yeah, sorry, I'm stupid. Uh, his performance as Johnny Cade influenced the development of Daniel LaRusso in his next film, The Karate Kid. Gio was later commented, well, he later commented that, quote, the character wasn't originally named Danny Weber. As soon as I walked into the room, he changed to Daniel LaRusso, end quote. The studio originally wanted the role of Mr. Miyagi to be played by Toshiro Mifune. Hope that's not Mifune, if so, sorry. Uh, who had appeared in the films were Shonen, yeah, Rashomon, Seven Samurai, and The Hidden Forest. Forest? Fortress. My bad. Sorry about that, man. Sorry, Toshiro. But the actor didn't speak English. Oh, I don't know how to say sorry in, what, Japanese? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, sorry, my guy. Get a translator. Pat Morita later auditioned for the role, but was rejected for the part due to his close association with stand-up comedy. And for the character Arnold on Happy Days... After a few failed attempts, Morita grew a beard and patterned his accent after his uncle, which led him to being cast into the role. Demi Moore was considered for the role of Ali, but Elizabeth Shue was cast based partly on a fucking Burger King commercial <laughs> that became widely popular in the early 1980s. Damn, bro, imagine getting your start, your shot at stardom by being in a fucking Burger King commercial. Burger King commercial? Any fast food commercial? <laughs> Honestly, the film marks the debut of both Savaka and Shue. Late in production, Valerie Harper was considered for the role of Lucille. Daniel's mom, but the studio later uh, instated Randy Heller for the role. Filming began on October 31st, 1983, as previously stated, and wrapped on December 16th of the same year. The film's fight choreographer for the combat scenes was Pat E. Johnson, a Tang Soo Do karate black belt who had previously worked with Bruce Lee 10 years earlier on his 1973 film, Enter the Dragon. Classic. So, oh God, it's so good. Johnson had also worked with Chuck Norris, American Tang So Do Martial Arts School. He made an appearance as the referee in the film. Pat Morita's stunt stubble. Uh, stunt stunt stubble? What the fuck am I on, bro? Uh, <laughs> oh my god. People you're on time out with Tony. People at home are like, what the fuck is this dude talking about? I'm <laughs> 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 sorry. Bro. Okay. <clears throat> Pat Morita's stunt double for Mr. Miyagi, Fumio Demura, I think that's how you pronounce it, is actually, oh fuck, I screwed myself over. Okay, sorry. That was, that was my bad. I, I accidentally scrolled up way too fast. Um, I have to start over again. Pat Morita's stunt double for Mr. Miyagi, Fumio Demura, is also a karate black belt uh, who had also previously worked with Bruce Lee as well, and he also learned some nunchaku techniques from Demura on the Son of a bitch. But son of a bitch. I keep forgetting to put periods at the end of the sentence. So I <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so fucking sorry. I, I think I was I think I actually was high off the mushrooms when writing this. Uh, I think we might both be some after effects. Yeah, probably. Um anyways, uh Pat Marita stunt double for Mr. Miyagi, Fumio Demura is also a black belt who had previously worked with Bruce Lee as well. 
he also learned some nunchaku techniques from Demura. On the review aggregator Rotten Tomatoes, the film holds an approval rating of 88% based on 43 reviews with an average rating of 6.83 out of 10. The website's critical consensus reads, quote, utterly predictable and wholly of its time, but warm, sincere, and difficult to resist due to due in large, uh, due in large part to Marita and Machio's relaxed chemistry. On Metacritic, the film has a weighted average score of 60 out of 100 based on 15 critics indicating, quote, mixed or average uh, reviews, end quote. Those picky bastards. The series had been credited for popularizing karate in the United States. The original 1984 film had three sequels, The Karate Kid 2, The Karate Kid 3, and a female spinoff called The Next Karate Kid. In 2010, Sony had remade the title to, titled Karate Kid, and it starred Jade Smith and Jackie Chan. I remember, I remember actually, I remember watching that as a kid, bro. What did you think of it? Huh? What did you, what did you think of it? Because when I was watching, I, was, I thought like, oh, damn, this is, this is pretty cool. Um, I thought, damn, they really ruined, they really ruined it by letting Justin Bieber be here. <laughs> At the end? What was it? Uh, uh, what, was, what was that song? Ne- never say never. <laughs> I can almost remember it. I hate, I hate it. Damn, but times were simpler when Justin Bieber was the most hated thing on the internet. Is he still hated? Not so much, I think. I think, no, not so much. I don't know what he looks like now. I haven't seen him, like, ever since, like, those 2010 years. Yeah. Like, I don't remember what he looks like without his bowl cut or whatever you want to call that. Christ, this was 10 years ago, man. It was a fucking decade ago. I was seven slash eight. Yeah, bro, we were seven. Jesus Christ. I want to go back. <laughs> Look, the way things are now, I want to go back. I want to go back. <laughs> All right, uh, continue. <laughs> All right, my bad. So they they had a remake of The Karate Kid starring Jane Smith and Jackie Chan. In 1989, NBC had aired a short-lived animated series also called The Karate Kid. In 2018, a comedy drama web television series titled Cobra Kai was launched, and the series follows Daniel and Johnny rekindling their old rivalry after Johnny reopens the Cobra Kai dojo. The series draws upon all of the sequels, as well as the original film, and as of November 2020, the first two seasons are on Netflix. That was good. I loved watching that. I haven't I haven't seen it. Honestly, I, I was kind of skeptical because I thought, like, don't they already have three movies? Why do they need a TV series? But then I started watching it. And not going to lie, it's very easy to get into. Yeah. I think, I think I'm going to start watching it because cause one, one of the later uh, episodes I've pl- I have planned is actually uh, Cobra Kai Season 1 review, I think. I think for next month, that's one, of, that's one of the episodes I have planned. Oh, that'd be killer. It's really good. Yeah. Well, if if I don't text you for like the next three days, you know you know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know what I'm doing. All right, don't don't forget to eat and drink uh, good sustenance. I'm gonna fucking smoke a blunt. Oh, <laughs> 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 fucking roach! Oh, jeez, oh, man. Oh, imagine. Uh, but anyways, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like we are coming to an end. Unfortunately, yes, yes, I know. You want to hear more of us doing saying stupid shit on on the mic? But you want to keep on hearing us fuck up different names and yeah. karate techniques? Yes, definitely, definitely. But uh, yeah. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, 
I'd like to thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, once again, thank you so much for the support. Uh, let, let's let's keep it let's keep it the fuck up, yeah, bro. Because we're almost we're about thirty plays away from hitting four hundred. That's right. Woo woo. That's right. We're at, we're at three seventy something. We need a few more plays. If it's possible, can we get to four hundred plays before the end of twenty twenty? I know that'd be really cool. Um, and uh, now that I remember, um. Season one is coming to a close pretty soon. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm planning on making seasons out of this shit. And season oh, one yeah. looks like it's coming to an end. Uh, I plan on making this first season about 60 episodes long. We have 10 episodes left. So I know y'all want to tune in because I actually got a lot of good stuff planned out. Um, as a matter of fact, now that I'm at it, I might as well talk about it. Uh, one of our plan, one of our planned episodes, is predictions for 2021. And basically, what's gonna happen is I'm gonna be going out on the street and asking people what their predictions for 2021 will be. And uh, I'll be recording. I'll I'll be like a like one of those random ass people. Excuse me, excuse me, sir, 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 sir. What's what's your what are your predictions for 2021? And then the person says whatever the fuck they're thinking. And uh, I got so I got that planned out too. And I'm planning on recruiting a shit ton of people to also do the same to say their predictions for 2021, which it should be a fun little project. Uh, I know it's going to be a huge headache trying to get a lot of people to do this, but I hope people cooperate. But um, yeah, so fingers crossed for that. Uh, that's something to look forward to, and um, yeah. Uh, special thanks to Robert here for agreeing to do this. Um, I think that's it. Robert, you yeah. got anything to say? Oh, well, I mean, I got to say thanks, man, because this is always fun, you know. Uh, I guess I'll kind of I'll kind of go a little out of context here. But uh, before we actually started the video, the, the fucking recording, I was looking all over for a headset and microphone because I guess my – my microphone on my phone doesn't work. It's all buggered and whatever. So we were just, it was just a lot of fun, you know, outside of recording and while we're recording, you know. Yeah. So thank you to Tony with how many Ys? Three Ys. Tony with three, three Ys. Ys. Tony with three Ys. Yeah. And uh, it'll be really cool if we could collaborate again because I'm, I'm honestly having so much fun with this. So yeah. keep it up and I'll see what happens in the future. Yes, yes. Thank you guys so much for watching. Um, at the end of this episode, at the end of the, the outro, I actually, I actually recorded a bit while, while you were trying to look for your mic. <laughs> I actually recorded for a bit. It's just me just saying, I'm waiting for Robert. I'm waiting for Robert. It's just me, just like two minutes of me singing. So ladies and gentlemen, please skip that ending part. I'm still going to add it in. Just skip the part. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching and we'll catch you all in the next episode. Wait, 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 wait. I forgot to say, please stay safe. Drink water. Stay hydrated. Eat food. Eat food. Don't overdose on a turkey. Actually, you know what? This is actually set for a Friday release. So Thanksgiving is already technically over for you guys. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for watching. Please stay safe. Stay hydrated. And uh, don't get that Rona.